If you haven't made a plan for your blog yet for January, you are in luck. In today's episode, I'll walk you through a quick and easy process for making a plan for your blog for January. In 60 minutes or less, you'll have a basic plan of action for yourself for the new year. This method can be used anytime when you need a plan for the month ahead. Let's dive in. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, this week we are chatting about creating a quick and dirty plan for your blog. This is an episode that came to me as I was realizing that I was a little bit behind on my own plan for January, so I thought I would sort of take you along with what I'm going to be doing for my plan for January as I am working on getting that completed. I am your host, Madison Wetherill. I am a food blogger, a web designer over at Grace and Vine Studios, and a homeschooling mom of three boys. And over at Grace and Vine, we focus on building brands and websites. And the primary way that we are doing that right now is through our crafted websites. I should also say that our crafted websites are not just for food bloggers. We have had clients in multiple niches, which is a really exciting thing for us as we've been able to expand a little bit in who we're able to work with. But our crafted websites are officially on our website. You can go over and learn about them on our services tab over at graceandvinestudios.com. And crafted is really the best way for growing food bloggers to create a website that is unique, that works well for SEO and for site speed, and is built on the best practices and tools of the industry. But the best part is that it is a fraction of the cost of a custom website design. We are quickly booking our spots for quarter one, so please reach out over on our services tab, check out what it talks about for Crafted, and you can click to get a proposal sent right to you so that we can chat with you, give you some information, and figure out if it's a good fit for you because those quarter one spots will book up fast. So now let's dive into how to create a plan for January. This is really an approach that you can use anytime that you are trying to come up with a plan for what to do for your blog, or maybe you are feeling a little bit behind or overwhelmed. Maybe you are just not a very good planner by nature, and that is totally okay. Personally, I love a good plan or a good system, and even if I don't always follow the plan exactly, it is really helpful for me to go, to have something to go off of and have a starting place as I am starting to work on the month ahead. Now, you can really expand this process to fit whatever time you have to plan. So whether you only have a 30-minute block or you have a couple of hours where you're able to sit down and work on this, it's really something that can expand to what you need it to be. But I would highly encourage you to use this process and this plan as part of an upcoming CEO day. So maybe you are getting out of your house and going to a coffee shop. Maybe you're taking yourself to lunch. I would really recommend that this is something that is outside of your normal routine and where you typically work, which is probably going to be somewhere in your house, maybe in your kitchen. You really want to get away from the distractions and give yourself a different place and a different vibe to work in. 
And that is also going to mean that you really want to guard yourself from distractions. So this is not just the distractions that are in your home, but this is also closing out of your project management tools, your Slack groups, and especially your email. And of course, probably goes without saying, get off of social media as well. The only thing that you can do on social media during this time is take a picture and tag me because I would love to cheer you on and see what you're doing for your CEO day. But after that, get rid of the apps, close them out, and make sure to stay focused. We're going to dig into the exact steps that I recommend taking, but I also would say when you go to do this or go to plan for this, you know, sit down of making your plan, come back to the blog post for this episode, which will be linked in the show notes and also on the Grace and Vine website because it's going to have all the information that you need, including all of the timestamps of what I recommend and how long I recommend spending on each part of this process. So the first step is going to be starting with reflecting. Now, this is going to be a five to 10 minute exercise, but this is where I always love to start whenever I am doing any type of planning for my business. I always start by reflecting back. This is really important for getting yourself in the headspace and in the right mindset for what you're going to be working on. This can be a really quick process, though, especially when you only have maybe an hour that you're spending on this entire planning process. But I want you to just do a quick brain dump and answer some of these questions. Think about what is working well right now for your blog. What might need to be adjusted? And then this question is my favorite thing to ask. What might you need to let go of? Asking these questions is really going to help you shape your upcoming plan and give you perspective that you might not otherwise have if you didn't reflect backwards first. Step two is going to be a capacity review. This is something that only takes about five minutes, but I want you to quickly consider and review what your capacity is for the next upcoming season. Something you might want to ask yourself and be very honest with yourself about is, are you constantly falling behind on how many posts you are publishing? Are you the bottleneck, meaning that others are frequently waiting on you and your work in your process for your team? I want you to consider how much time you have in the upcoming month and what is realistic for you in terms of how much content you can publish. Think about how often you can work on the different parts of the process that are your responsibility. How many times per week can you work on recipe development or how many photo shoot days can you do in a week? Or in a month, I should say. You probably won't be doing more than one photo shoot day a week necessarily. And then when you're planning out your photo shoot days, it's also really important to think about how many recipes you can do in that sitting. When I am shooting just by myself, maybe I have, you know, a weekend that I just want to shoot a couple of things. I will only do one or two recipes at a maximum. But when my assistant comes over and is coming over for a recipe to, you know, shoot day specifically, we can sometimes shoot up to six blog posts in a day. And we frequently do have that many on our list. So as I'm planning out my photo shoot days, I know what number of recipes I need to slot for that time frame, depending on whether it's a solo day or a day that I'm going to have with my assistant. Okay, step number three, another quick five minute task is going to be looking over your content calendar and doing a review. You want to look and see what you've already completed on your content calendar. So look ahead at however you plan out your content and see if there's any posts that you already have completed. This works especially well for me because I'm only doing the photography and the recipe development so I can look ahead and see what photos I've already shot for the recipes that are upcoming. But maybe for you, you have blog posts that are maybe 75% done that you can kind of already slot in to those spots on your calendar. 
It could also be posts that you're able to pull from another post. So for example, I had a an apple spice cupcake recipe that we did, and we were able to pull the cinnamon frosting from that recipe and create a whole separate post. So that meant that the photos were already done and the recipe was already done. All that we needed to do was write that post. So at this point in the process, I want you to pause and review quickly because these are the things that you should have figured out by now in this process. So we've spent about 15 to 20 minutes so far just in kind of setting the stage. And at this point, you should know some things like what you want to adjust in January. So what things you might want to let go of or things that you want to do more of, how many blog posts you are going to be able to create based on your capacity, and then how many and which blog posts are completed already. So pieces of content that are already done. And that can mean that your part of the process is done and maybe it's already to your team if you have you know, a team of writers who is helping you with the process. Step number four, this is gonna be the bulk of the time. There's two parts that are gonna be about 20 minutes of time. And step number four is going to be to plan out your blog posts. So now that you know how many blog posts you can do and how many are already done, you can start mapping out the rest of the posts for the month. And I mentioned this earlier that you can use this process for a lot of different things. You could also use this for a quarterly planning process. It will just take a little bit more time than just one month at a time. But typically you're going to have some sort of a posting schedule. So for example, right now we're doing three posts a week. So we have our posts going out Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. Because I know I need a post every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's really easy to map this out on a calendar. You can either print out a you know printed paper version of a calendar and use pen and paper to fill this out. Or if you like to work on a digital calendar, you can do that as well. Sometimes I will open a Google calendar that I don't use for anything else. It's one of my like random email addresses that I don't really have, you know, on my phone as a calendar, just so I can have kind of a blank space to work with. Typically though, I will use Airtable for this part of the process because our content calendar and our content audit lives in Airtable. So I'm easily able to reference other blog posts that we already have or look at posts that I want to republish and just pull those to a future date. And then Airtable syncs up with Asana. So we have our tasks for each blog post. So you might not be able to get through all of the tasks in this 15 to 20 minute period, especially if you haven't done some of the legwork of having, you know, planned keywords for posts or post ideas that you've created in the past. So if you don't have sort of that bank of post ideas to pull from, this might take a little bit longer. But if you are pulling from, you know, past ideas or posts that you want to redo, then you definitely can do this in this time frame. And I find that having this short amount of time to get this done functions as sort of a sprint. And there's a lot of urgency for me to get it done in that time. So I'm usually able to get it done in a shorter amount of time than if I give myself a lot of time to do this. You're going to first Choose the blog post topics and fill in your content calendar. So again, using those days of the week that you know you want a post to go live, you're just going to start dumping ideas into the post. You can reorganize this later. Really, the point of this process is just to get the ideas that you want to follow through on, and then you can reorder it in a way that makes sense. Then you're going to find keywords for each of these posts. So use your favorite keyword research tool. I love to use Ahrefs and I have the browser extension. So when I just go to Google, I can type in a keyword and it will tell me right there what the volume is. And that's really helpful as I'm just trying to like do 
sort of a quick keyword research plan and I might come up with different keywords later, but really what I'm trying to do is make sure that the post I want to do has a keyword that is you know relevant and is large enough that I want to try to do the post. And then after you have all of your blog post ideas on your calendar and you know that they have solid keywords, you can go ahead and block off your photo shoot or recipe development days knowing how many of those recipes you can do per day. So if you know that you can do three recipes a day and you want to do 15 for the month, well, you know, you need to have five photo shoot days to be able to do that. And I'm saying this, you know, you're planning out these days, but really if you are planning your content for January, you're going to be planning your photo shoot days, you know, either right at the beginning of January or, you know, even in the last few weeks of December, you're going to want to plan those things so that you you know, are getting ahead on the content for January. But again, if you were doing this a little bit further ahead of time, it would be easy to plan out your photo shoot days for the next few weeks and then get ahead on the content for the upcoming month. And then just another random tip when it comes to recipe development, this is something that's been really helpful for me. I have chosen to have a recurring day where I do my recipe development. And for me, it happens to be Wednesdays that I try to focus on a recipe that's upcoming. Now, I feel like I'm constantly working on recipe development. Every recipe that we eat in our house practically is something that I'm developing for one of the blogs. And but this Wednesday rhythm is really helpful when I know I have an upcoming recipe that I need to photograph. I'm able to focus on that particular recipe on that Wednesday to make sure it's ready and that it's right so that when I get to the day that I need to shoot it, it's done. And then the last step in this process of planning your blog posts is to create and assign any tasks that you need for team members. Now we have a template that we use. So every blog post has the same set of subtasks in it that is really helpful for our team. So we're not having to really create this every single time, but whatever process you need to go through to make sure that the tasks are created for your team, go ahead and do as much of that as you can in the last little bit of this 20 minute session. The last part of this process is it's one of those related but not related sort of tasks, and that is to think about your marketing focus. You could definitely come back to this part of the process later if you run out of time or if you want to kind of compartmentalize your blog post planning with your marketing planning. However, I think it's helpful to spend some time really thinking about what your marketing focus is for the month. And I think I'll probably do a whole nother episode on this topic at some point. When I say your marketing focus, what I mean really is to figure out what your main area of focus or the area that you want to spend extra time improving for the upcoming month. So it doesn't mean that you're not going to be posting on social media or sending emails to your list if your focus is Pinterest, but it might be just thinking about where you want to spend a little bit of extra time and strategy and then making a plan for how you're going to do that. So you're going to really think about this ahead of time so that you aren't getting distracted by, you know, shiny objects that come up or you aren't being tempted to dabble a little bit in different areas. You're really able to say, okay, in January, I'm really going to focus on my email list. And that means I'm going to create a new freebie and I'm going to create a new email sequence and I'm going to email my list three times a week. And in setting that focus, you can then know that that's what you're focusing on for this month. So you don't need to get distracted with Pinterest or TikTok or whatever other thing comes up that you you know feel like you want to spend extra time on. It really just sets the expectation of what you're going to spend your time on so that you can fall back on that plan instead of feeling like you're pulled in multiple directions. 
And then once you have that focus area chosen, you can let the other areas and the other topics become a little bit more on autopilot. And maybe you don't do anything new and creative on those other platforms. You just focus on the one area of your marketing focus. So once you have that area of focus, then you can really think through what goals or projects you want to focus on within that overall marketing focus, map those out, and then create the tasks for you and or your team. And the last thing I want to leave you with is a little bit of a bonus tip, and that is to set a weekly CEO date with yourself to review this plan and make sure that you are on track. Something that can often happen when you plan out something for a longer period of time, like a month or a quarter, is we sometimes forget to go back and readjust the expectation and readjust the due dates for things. And so then we end up being really behind and not feeling like we're ever going to catch up. So instead, if you have this weekly check-in date with yourself, you can look ahead and see how am I doing with this plan? Am I going to be able to stick to this plan of creating three posts per week or do I need to adjust it back? Am I on target for my marketing goals that I had? Am I on track for, you know, whatever the goals were that you set for the month ahead? And then you can reset the expectation or reset what is on your plate so that you can stay on top of it and follow through. Because really, if you don't follow through with this and you don't adjust the plan as you need to, it could just be a waste of time setting this time aside to plan in the first place. And then you're not going to want to do it again in the future. So it's really important to set that weekly date with yourself and to review. So just to go over the five steps to this plan for making your plan for January or any month that's upcoming, the first step is you're going to reflect back and think about how things are going and what is working. You're going to review your upcoming capacity so that you can set a limit of how much content you can create. Then you're going to review what is already ready to go on your calendar. You're going to then plan out your blog posts and go as far with that process as you can, including doing the keyword research for it. And lastly, you're going to set your marketing focus for the upcoming month so that you know exactly what you're going to spend extra time on and what you're going to focus on. I hope this episode was helpful. I know I cannot wait to follow this plan for myself in the next coming weeks to make a plan for probably January and February. Like I said, if you do end up following this or if you end up taking a CEO date to be able to work on some of these things, I would love for you to take a picture of where you're enjoying coffee or lunch to work on these things and tag me at Grace and Vine. It's always so fun connecting with you guys over on Instagram, so I would love to see you over there. And then lastly, don't forget to go over to the website and check out more information about Crafted so that you can figure out if it's a good fit for you in quarter one and get on our schedule. You can do that by going over to graceandvinestudios.com, click on the services tab, or there is also a link in the show notes where you can just click the link and it will directly send an email to us asking for more information about Crafted and we would love to chat with you about it. So until next week, friends, go out and plan January in 60 minutes or less and good luck. I can't wait to hear how it goes. And until next week, friends, talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.